and we're live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And this is the No Rhyme Believe the Podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason. What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And it's your boy, Take a Sip, TJ. <laughs> and this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason at all. We back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thank you for everybody that uh, is returning to listen to our voices or see us on YouTube. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all that good YouTube stuff for the algorithm, and um, we'll continue to to show you this. If you are only listening, be sure to check us out on YouTube. We put up clips, not the full episode, just so if you want to hear the full episode in, like, in its entirety, it's better to just go um, listen to it. Yeah. So thank you for listening. If you already are, be sure to rate us on whatever podcast app that you use. Also, whoops, be sure to (laughs) be sure to make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon where we have all different types of exclusives available for every different tier. Uh, bottom tier, underdog tryouts just start at $1, and you get some early releases, including our overtime part of our episode that we release every month. Um, on top of that, we would like for you to send us your ideas for unwanted advice. Um, if you got a comment about something that we said on the show, send us an email about it. And also send us your your problems so we can give you some unwanted advice. We'll give you a little preview of that today. Uh, the email is nrorpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure that you do our audience survey. Um, we are going to put the link in the description of the audio. So you can take the audience survey, tell us more about yourself and your listening habits around the podcast. As we learn that information, we can make adjustments uh, that fine tune the show to you, not to our taste specifically. So if you like what you hear, uh, make sure that you give us that that information in the survey. So. Let's begin. A little late on the trigger, but okay. Man, no, I was right on the trigger. <laughs> I just didn't have the volume up, which is a continual thing with me because I, I have so many different things I use this uh, recording stuff for. So I'm always like bringing the volume down so you don't like hear a, like a phone notification or, or something or whatever. But Gamer Bros today, so I did a whole video on the Nintendo Direct. And uh, in doing that, where should I, they go watch that? At Gray Area Anime, uh, which I, I don't remember whether or not we did the YouTube.com slash Icarus Gray thing yet, but 
We'll work on it. Yeah. Maybe today. Um, yeah. So let's. Yeah. yeah we'll work on. Do it. that. Go to go to my, go to my page. Yeah. I, I did all that, and but there was something that was glaringly missing from that video, and I told Nintendo. Uh, was it Tite's? What what? Never mind. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you said Whoa. there was something missing. I was Whoa. just trying to figure out what, what, what that was. You, you could have that. <laughs> There's an, listen, man. You know what? I was just I just wanted to distract you for a second. That was listen, don't don't, dist- don't distract me from putting the hands on Nintendo. Whoa. Wait a minute. Look I'm, at I'm a little confused look at me. About look that at me. Yeah. We gonna square up. Yeah, I don't know if the camera's looking at you though. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little busy over here. I don't know. Oh, I was. Well, looking well at the it kind of is. Yeah. So. It, it's all. Oh, I was looking. Look at me. Tell us about Breath of the Wild two, and give me a release date before we got a fight. Yeah. So where the hell is it? Like what? Where? Where is it? Like. I, 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 I get that they probably want to wait for E3, and maybe they want to wait until like, right people? before the summer. It's your boy, Icarus Oh, Gray shut up. And- oh, wow, look at me. <laughs> I'm over here making noise. I tried to do some stuff in the background. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Ezra over here working. Um, but where is it? Hmm? Like, oh, I, yeah. need, I, need, I need this game to be here. I mean, I'm excited about all the different things that are coming. Like you, you bloody told are telling us about a, a, a Xenoblade Chronicles three, and that game is massive. Like TJ, like I was telling you about the forty hours that are baseline available in the Pokemon game, right? Mm-hmm. The Xenoblade games are like eighty to a hundred hours or more. Like, and that's just, it, it, it's truly open world. If you see it, you can go to it. So, I'm not understanding where Zelda is. Because the game looks so dope. From what I've seen, it looks like there's going to be a really cool aesthetic. I feel like Ganon is going to be back proper. Or Ganondorf. Because Ganon was in Breath of the Wild. But I think Ganondorf is going to be back. I need this game. And, you know, I still have yet to actually even play and or finish the first Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, yeah. But I really want this game. And I was very mad that it was not available or out. You know. So, where where is it? Yeah, I... I think that's a great question. <laughs> Listen, uh, the back their anniversary was last year. I was just trying to make sure that it wasn't like a like an anniversary type of thing that they no, were waiting on. No, and they didn't do much. Yeah, they literally released a like the little mini Nintendo uh, that like has. I think like two or three of the old games on it. It's like a little small game and watch kind of thing. But I mean, think about your thirty fifth birthday, right? Like, no, 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 is no, much no. gonna happen? We're not doing it because <laughs> like, see, it's different. No, it's see, not different. Here's why: 
Kirby's 30th it's not anniversary. A, it's is, not a milestone. Kirby's 30th anniversary is this year. 40 is a milestone. 30 is a milestone, but not 35. 35 is. 35 is. Here's why. Come on. Don't don't turn this into a Seinfeld episode. It's not. But listen. <laughs> Check me out. Here's why. This is a yeah, yeah this is definitely a Larry Day. So as purpose. we get older, the 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 birthdays that we have, you know, like you're saying, there's no more milestones. I understand. Mm-hmm. Gaming-wise, if you're doing every five years, at this clip for a lot of games, you're always entering a new gaming generation. So, technically, Zelda does not have a... Well, I mean, it doesn't have a new showing for the Switch. Because Breath of the Wild is a Wii U title. Okay. It just got ported. The remake of um, Link to the Past, or not Link to the Past, but Link's Awakening, um, is a remake. But I mean, Breath of the Wild, even though it was ported, like you can probably argue on the Wii U, it just wasn't that impactful. N- nothing was really impactful on the on the Wii U, except for Splatoon Two. And uh, probably Mario Kart, I guess, but it's way bigger on the Switch. Split what? Um, their version of Call of Duty, but more fun. I don't know about that. I'm, I promise you, it is. I love that game. Oh I need gosh. to play more of it. Uh, but <sighs> that's my thing in gaming. When you make, when especially like pivotal games, like if you're talking Zelda, if you're talking Sonic, if you're talking Mario, if you're talking. Kirby, if you're talking uh, Crash Bandicoot, Halo, all of these different games, uh, uh, Skyrim, you know, th- those kind of things. The Every five years, you can celebrate something. You can, like, make a new game because you're always introduced with new hardware. If you're waiting on something different, cool. But Nintendo this year, especially, like, with the Switch... I feel like they have been playing really safe. Why not? I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Why not? I mean, they they have a lot of assets. True. Their assets aren't maximized at the moment. True. I don't think so because you have the whole, you know, the legacy system that you can access, but it True. only has a small sprinkling of their of their their previous assets and so true i mean i just i just think the floodgates aren't open they could be um because if you put like donkey kong 64 on on the emulator i would be like i would be more apt to get a subscription or something something to that to that tune that game was fun yeah, it it was um, glitches and all, uh, but all games have glitches. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I think that right now, especially um, with what they did with the direct, they're zoning in on the fact that they know how much prime real estate they have. They know that they're leading um, in sales mm-hmm. by a long shot over to next generation systems. Yeah, um, Mario Kart Eight is going to literally be probably the the highest selling game of all time. 
at some point. I'm not happy about that. Um, is there a reason you're not happy about that? Because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so you know they're 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 sticking their guns with that. They're like, we're not making another Mario Kart for a very long time mm-hmm. until probably the next system. Because they're giving us 48 new tracks and there's no point in making a new game if you're about to invest that much time into it. Yeah. Um, But they've done that with the same way. I don't think we're getting another Smash Brothers game for sure. No, not anytime soon. Like, what are they going to do differently? There's nothing you can do. That's It's like it's not like Mortal Kombat where you're progressing some story. Um. And the creator of Smash Bros. is the same creator of, bless you, is the same creator of Kirby. And he's obviously going to want to work on other things. This was kind of like his playpen, so to speak. So I think that with that, there's a lot of IPs, especially for them, that they need to work on. We need to see what Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is looking like. Seriously. Like, that, that that's my big calling card. But the things that were glaringly missing from the the uh, direct is Zelda. Maybe uh, they want to give it its own space. Sort of like Pokemon, right? Pokemon is different. Um, but I, I think Zelda now has the most recent Pokemon is emulated off of Breath of the Wild. Yes. And because Zelda is shining in such a way right now, giving it its own space is probably best not to muddy it up with, what, like 15 other different releases. It it just doesn't make any sense marketing-wise, right? So in order to give it its most sales potential... Mm-hmm. Right, you just want to isolate those cells, and you want to, you want to shoot it with a, a, you know, a bullet versus a, you know, a, what is it, a pellet? You know what I mean? Uh, like a, oh, but you want to be strategic. Shotgun versus a, a rifle, right? So, and I understand that, but I think like Pokemon specifically. The Game Freak company like doesn't really let Nintendo do a whole lot of their bigger releases because they handle that themselves. There's like a Pokemon Day, like they're kind of like they stand amongst themselves. Zelda, while one of the top selling games on the Switch, doesn't have the same cachet because they there's not like a um all of these Zelda offshoots, right? Mm-hmm. Especially not now that there's no portable system. Um, there were a bit more in that sense because you would get like the Four Swords or those kind of games. So the thing with them is like you're right. They should pay attention to that and try and lean more into giving it its own light. But I think they're just waiting more so for prime time. Because they've they've never just been like, we're going to talk about just this. That could be something that they could push to that I think I would appreciate. It's a big it's a big release though. Oh no, it's a huge release. It's just in their <laughs> importance. <laughs> oh, I forgot to add it. You wait till next week, guys. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that overall 
they it's a big release, but it's just not as big as their other IPs. That's what he said. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, moving on. We got some. Uh, Are you ready? Some smooth tunes. Hold on, guys. This is for you. This is for you. You know what it is. You know what it is. It's time for some love advice. Some love advice. Featuring. This music's way too loud. I got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that time of year where that um, time of year. where we spend some time loving or being loveless. Being loveless. And um, we're here to give you some really dumb <laughs> love advice. Oh, it's not dumb. You sure? Nope. All right. Where not we, sure at all. Where are we starting? <laughs> where are we starting with this? Here's where we're starting, guys. Here's what I got for you. Here's my advice. Go to your local Dollar Tree. Man, what? What is this voice? This is my sexy voice. There's no need to be sexy right now. Oh. We're we're in a room together. Oh. Close proximity. (laughs) 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 So what you're going to do, you're going to go to your Dollar Tree. Or... You're just going to go to the noodle section. Get you a pack of chicken ramen noodles. Step one. Step two. Get some ragu spaghetti sauce. This is sounding more and more gross. Step three. Goes on. <laughs> Step three. Get some bacon bits. I'm not sure you you know what romance is. I do. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Keep going. Step four. Get your favorite bottle of bubbly soda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go home. Put these things together. Cook the noodles chicken flavor. This gag is starting to like wear off. Just it, a little bit. It's a uh, long, diminishing joke. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a chart right now, I'd put it up on the screen. Basically. <laughs> you, can see, you can see it exponentially just going down the train. Basically, what I was getting to <laughs> is, you know, unwanted love advice. Like, make a, make a cheap date. Make a cheap dinner. Like, make the cheapest, most exquisite dinner you could possibly make. That's what that was? That's what that was. <laughs> I mean, I was basically being like, hey, you ain't got a whole lot of money, bro. Go get <laughs> go get you some packs of noodles. I thought you'd just been watching too many food fetish things, you know what I mean? Whoa. I mean, I guess Food Network could be considered a fetish. Mm. I watch a lot of Food Network. A lot of food. Yeah, but you don't necessarily bring that into the bedroom. <laughs> you have to think about that. Why? <laughs> Why? Why did you have to? I mean, think sometimes about that? you surprise with like, bam! Here's some pasta sauce. 
The special ingredient. Yeah. Iron Chef. Bring out those uh, plastic sheet covers. It's time to get Nasta. The plastic sheet covers? Mm-hmm. That makes me think serial killer. <laughs> like, like, uh, like Dexter? Yes, exactly like Dexter. I need to, I have not seen the new season. But anyway, um, uh, but yeah, my love so advice. That's your love advice. My actual love advice do is. Do cheap date. Do the, but like, if you have to be cheap, just to maybe bring it to like some real advice. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a lot of money, it is what it is. Uh, it is what you put together. Like it doesn't cost a lot to cook a cook a you know a nice dinner. I mean, I know a lot of times we be joking about women and that can only make shrimp alfredo, but sometimes you just got to make the best dang shrimp alfredo you've ever made in your life. I think it's more about the vibe, right? Yeah, like just said, uh, just create the vibe, and I'm sure that a lot of women would co-sign that. That thought process. Yeah. I mean, you just just take what you have. Take what you know that you can do. Do a better version of it. So if you're always cooking spaghetti or whatever, or whatever your dish is. I'm just using spaghetti because I know it's an easy one for most people. Mm-hmm. Spice it up. Like, you know, maybe instead of getting the 80-20, get that 73-27. You know? Huh? Lean to fat ground. <laughs> Lean to oh, fat ground beef. I was like, what? What is this ratio? What oh. are we talking about? Math? Oh my gosh. Charts? No. Um. Um, or um, an offshoot of this advice is basically, so find the thing that your significant other like loves the most. Like mm-hmm. So um, for me, it would be game and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Have a game night. Have a, uh, have a have a have a game night. Like if you're not a a girl or a guy who likes to play, whatever, play with them. I mean, whoa, yeah, yeah, that's but, definitely a Valentine's Day vibe. Yeah, it, just yeah. play with them. Yeah, good luck with that, bro. <laughs> I mean, I know y'all been missing that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I but, have some yeah. questions. Oh, I have go some ahead. questions Let's do this. specifically. For for you, right? So oh, like, let's do this. All right. So when it comes to romance, yeah. When romance. when and where did you learn how to romance, and when did you get it right? Oh God. Um. I. And this is not to like brag or anything, but I've always been good at it. So maybe junior high. So as soon as testosterone hit. Yeah, so as soon as that hit, you were just kind of like. Like, that is how testosterone, like, or puberty hit. Okay. In terms of my brain. Let's let's unpack that a bit. So, basically, what I mean by that is I've always been a, a, a giver type of person. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> ob- observing what it is that's going on with somebody uh, uh, across from me. So if you're getting a gift from me, it's going to be something that's based off what you did, what it is that you like. Um, And so like with romance and stuff, like I was always, you know, flowers opening the door for you. I mean, that's a lot of how my mom, you know, raised me and, and made sure I had to be, but shivery. Um, 
and I'm always been and I've always been poetic. So I've never had to like figure out the words to say to somebody because you're beautiful or you're like this. Like literally I was I was that dude. So I mean, not I'm not like a Casanova, but in terms of being romantic and having the thought of it, I know why you're laughing. <laughs> Casanova. Bruh, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Crucial and Green. Uh, but that used to make his little sister like laugh for whatever reason. No idea why it made her laugh when she was when she was small, but we used to just say it so she would start laughing. Uh that name did not last long, man. Um but so it it was always something that was in me. And it just kind of grew as in learning, like, different opportunities and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, but I've always been the, like, I wanted to cook. I've loved cooking. I've loved setting the atmosphere to be really nice. Uh, I was given, like, massages in junior high. Like, I I was wild, man. So, long story short, you're a ladies' man. No, I'm romantic. I'm not a ladies' man. I'm just romantic. There's a big difference. Man, what's the difference? (laughs) The difference is a ladies' man was actually able to get the ladies. Okay, so Like, you would be more of a ladies' man. What kept you from getting... No. (laughs) Confidence-wise. Deny. Uh, (laughs) Deny? What keeps you from getting the ladies? What kept me from? Yeah, yeah. Because I got the lady. Hey, baby. Come on now. Stop trying to score brownie points. I love like, brownies. Y- like you already got the brownies. I love brownies. <laughs> Hot brownies. Um, mm-hmm. Confidence back then. Like it was just confidence. I mean, like. Elaborate. The, this is a podcast. So it, the elaboration is the initial, hey, how are you doing? And then I'm I Joe. played the Jeopardy sound, so that just kind of. <laughs> the hey, how are you doing? Right. I'm Joe, and I forgot the I actually forgot that I loaded that up to mess with you. Nice. Um, but the hey, how you doing? My name is this. What's your name? The uh initial rejection of would you like to go out on a date, that kind of confidence. I never had that. Now, if I was present, like I was always confident in an instance of, so say I saw you talking to somebody who was extremely attractive. Yo, TJ, what up? Oh, what's good, my boy? Oh, who is you? Oh, how how are you doing? Like I, I was mm-hmm. smooth operator. If if you knew the person, because it's almost like they're already in the net, so to speak. All because all I need at that point, like I was a good cosigner confidence. I had mm-hmm. cosigner confidence. So you're like a wingman. No. Okay. More so like what I mean by cosigner confidence is if I have an end earrings are bothering me. Like I'm also almost like a spy. So if you had an end, <laughs> that means I have an end because now you can cosign the fact that I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm different. I know like if you like if you're cool with him, you're gonna love me. Oh, I see what you mean. And majority of the time. It worked. It is literally why I have my wife today. If I was not friends with her cousin, yeah, we would not have, you know, been able. Like that was my end. Like I, I'm basically like some sort of CIA. I'm covert with my. <laughs> 
Like Okay, so Yeah. Thinking about confidence, lack thereof, right? Mm-hmm. Um how'd you get over that? Or did uh you? I mean, so here's the thing about meeting my wife. When we met, I promise you it was God. Because I did so many things that were outside of my character. Like a a million different things. Mm -hmm. Like the, the confidence just overflowed. Like I had never pursued anybody the way I pursued her. And it was like, you know, initially, initially, our first meeting, I'm walking up to her first day of school or walking up to, to our mutual friend. I see her and the words that come out of my mouth. Again, this is not me. Was damn you fine. Y'all can't be related. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I said. <laughs> um <laughs> And shout out to shout out to yo. shout out to our homie, but yo, but uh, and she still like tells people, uh, like when we were working together, That's she would hilarious. like tell people that story, and she always she always finds a way to take a shot at me and or my weight at that point, because mm-hmm. that's our relationship. Uh, but I would have never said that. And then after that, like we just started spending time. So I would like always walk her to the buses or whoever was taking her home at the end of the day. And we would like hug. And there was like, it, it was just strange. Like I have no idea what was going on with me because I'm past puberty. So it's not like testosterone is like going into overdrive or whatever the case. It's already, you know, it's standard or whatever it is. Um, now, granted, we do have higher testosterone when you're younger, blah, 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 blah. But um, I, I can't really explain it. Like, I, I just started to chase after her. And then after that, I just went back to my um, the ways that I knew, which was if you knew somebody that knew somebody, you know, then I can get in that way. And I was also uh, <laughs> my, uh, you know, Kendra calls me. Chat room poppy <laughs> instead of champagne poppy like Drake because that's you know I, I was a chat room king but that was because again I'm not in front of you it's way easier to be my natural self because I get to use words yeah. so and I mean I never get catfish so so now back to I guess thinking about it right so what's your perception of of me? In that way, maybe like what question do you have for me? Uh, whew. why have you always been confident? Because you have been. Your actions like are very confident. Uh, here, here, let me set up the story. So, uh, speaking of that that cousin that I'm that I'm talking about, are you about to like reveal? <laughs> well, not reveal, but speaking of her, like we. In our younger years, none of these these dating scenarios count. But okay, just yeah, just your confidence in that. Like that is the only beef we the the, the initial beef we've had was in behind probably puberty, but was in behind that. Okay, so yeah, just I mean, and you were just swapped. Like I, you are. I don't I don't understand what you mean. So yeah, maybe you're getting into it. I I feel that you're an assassin. An assassin? An assassin. Okay, explain that. So you let me see. Let me let me let me let me see. 
So the confidence aspect of of how I, I view you in terms of like girls and stuff, it's like you look up and you're just like, what? when did he do that? How? How? And no one like it's not a it, it it's like you come in and you, like <laughs> you would never <laughs> you would never notice the way in which you end up in situations. And we talked about this last episode about, you know, you are a uh, serial monogamist. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I still am missing your point here, right? So I don't I'm know. Assassin, it's it's, it's I, just smooth. I, I, I could, like... But what, what leads you to that perception? Because I think I have this... I've put off this this energy or this perception that I'm a ladies man or some type of like Casanova. And <laughs> um, I and guess it not, was the type not, of people that's that's that you dated. Like we That's not the reality. We've it's just the people you dated. Okay. And like the level like for for a lot of folks, I'm I'm shooting outside of my range in terms of my marriage. For you, I never thought you ever shot outside of your range. I just think it's just like that's interesting because that's not my point of view, and I'll explain my point of view from okay. But yeah, from my perspective, it was always like a because I think we've uh, anyway. That's we'll we'll off we'll off air that one. But okay, um, so the people I've been with, yeah, the people you've been with, and like just the. Like, not only, like, the way in which they would be all about you. Explain that. Every person, well, majority of the people, it didn't seem like you had to do a whole lot to get support. Because visually. What does support mean? So. I'm asking a lot of questions because I don't want to. Like, I don't the, the, the people would like, you know, share your music, talk about your music, try and come down for a show. Oh, like you would have folks it. like folks would drive, fly all of these different things just to get to you. Mm-hmm. And that was impressive, especially given the time frames that these things like college age aspects of your relationships in the in the like is crazy. Like, never mind. I, 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 anyway, but you you know specifically what I'm talking about. But anyway, like that was impressive to me because I just didn't have that. I, I never had situations of like. So yeah, we we both are long distance, uh, and I mean this in terms of like long distance of, of the people that we're talking to. Mm-hmm. But like, there was just a suave smoothness to the to the people that you would be around. A and the people you had access to, and then the fact that you had sustainable at the time relationships, like, okay. and I didn't have that, so I, 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 I was, I am a, a serial monogamist, but I didn't get the longevity. So I think I was more impressed by the fact that you would get into a relationship and stay in the relationship, and then like the 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 quality as from guy to guy that you would be like, you you didn't have. Uh, poor quality relationships, so I, I, I think that's is. more so. So that's why, like you, you've always to me been confident in that way. Okay, so that make more sense. Yes. Okay. Uh, so my experience growing up mm-hmm. is even in 
let's say elementary school. So my first experience with having actually having a girlfriend that I considered being a um, a, a girlfriend was one summer in like seventh grade. And oh, I, I thought you had. A, I thought you was gonna reveal it in elementary school, uh, and I was like, no, I didn't have oh. any. Like, that's the thing is that in elementary school, I didn't like. I tried, but I didn't feel as if. I didn't feel as if girls were even interested. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because I got I got talked about Me the too. way I dress, the way I look. Like you know, I mean, nerdy guys get get talked about and that continued up up through middle school and then when I hit puberty that started to lessen it didn't go away but it did lessen and so um around around puberty is when I when I met this first girl it was momentary Mm -hmm. and it was you know, very attractive attraction based, and like literally never seen this chick ever again after that. Hmm. But she was older. Um, I think she she was in high school again. <laughs> so so you're more you're proving my point with this story more than anything. But I didn't do anything. Sniper. That's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't do anything. I wasn't ready for that type of like. I didn't. Um, at that moment in time, mm-hmm. I had to know that they had interest in me mm-hmm. in order for me to go pursue. But you would get the information and then make the move, right? Right. So, wow, we, we are way more similar than I thought. But yeah. like, but you didn't necessarily need an end, though, because that's just more so confirming information. Like, I was, I'm the oblivious type. Mm-hmm. Like she could be there confirming the information, and I'm like, I'm not quite sure this is happening. So yeah. like, it, it, and I still had to. There's still like a little bit of confirmation afterwards, but yeah. you know that was um, that was my my first kiss, and yeah, it it, it just was what it was, right? And right. to be at, at that time. Oh, thirteen years old and, and kissing a, a ninth grader—that was, was very interesting for me. As you say that, if I started telling stories about things that have happened to me prior to, like people would presume differently about me in terms of being the latest man, mm-hmm. because like you're talking about first kiss, and like I'm in my head, I'm like, oh no, I had that in. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. like, and I remember, like, you know, like a daycare behind a tree kiss, and it was like, you know, not like a kiss kiss because I didn't know anything about that, but like that. No, uh, my first tongue and mouth, yeah, that was. That oh, was it. then I um, who tongue and mouth? We 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 we'll do a memory lane podcast one day. Um, <laughs> but wow, but but continue get get more to like like this is, because yeah. you do have to understand like you you are an assassin. Continue continue your origins, your villain origin story. Okay, so even even then in middle school, I still like still got 
shit shat on, I guess, so to speak. I like how you were looking for the idiot shat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's the right uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pr- pluralization? Yeah, what's, what's the right, right way to put this word? Anyway, um, <laughs> and even then, it was it was tough. And then mm-hmm. there was, you know, more middle school relationships after that and, mm-hmm. and, and going forward and stuff like that. But that was based off of the fact that like I could sing and and like vocalize. And so it's like I could set a vibe over the phone. Oh, bruh. And so I don't think kids know about that today. Yeah. Y'all get to text. There was no texting. We had to well, there was texting, like if you had, but you had to have internet. But they'll still, they'll still FaceTime, right? They'll still FaceTime each other, or they'll yeah, they'll but call like each other on it's Snapchat different. That's still a different level of like, because you've seen the person. We had to call people. A, B, those people did not have their own phones. Mm-hmm. If you had your own phone, you was rich, right? So like, it was liable that you know. Some parent. Was I was gonna just going to say, the and then you had to explain <laughs> in the why of, you were calling in the middle of my ballot. <laughs> so man, you know how I many, mean, bruh. So that that existed. Um, I would say I didn't get truly confident until um, I lost my virginity at seventeen ish. So. And that confidence came from, oh, I've lost it. I like I I feel like I'm I'm good now. Like I, I like <laughs> it, it's just like saying that okay okay I can I can actually do this. Before I didn't think I could do that. You know what I I, I and hate. Then, there was more confidence that I that I gathered along the line of so. Losing virginity, I got like I got that confidence, and then got the upgrade. like a, a really, a really hor- horrible breakup. Mm. Also gave me gave me confidence as well because then at that point it's like, oh, so like even though I, it it was more of like, I hack I can be nice, but I can only be nice if you deserve it. You see what I'm saying? And that's where I realized that, like, I was being nice, even though that people didn't necessarily deserve it. And that helped me be more um, discerning Mm -hmm. of my interactions. And that exudes a bit of confidence when you know that when you're confident in who you are, specifically, right. like you work on yourself to the point to where, like, um, I didn't have the issues that I had in, in in grade school, where it was like me with thick glasses and I like people were concerned about how I dressed and all that other stuff. Like I didn't have that. Plus, I was a performer at sixteen, so. You know, utilizing that that sort of uh, fourteen, really. You, you know how they say like musicians are really good charmers and and can can get the ladies. That that yeah. that's basically what that what that was. Like I was a musician, and so um, there was some attraction because of that. 
And uh, I knew how to, you know, I knew how to draw a crowd or entertain entertain a space for for a certain amount of time. And so that also helped, right? Because that that built a little bit of confidence in me because I had to be. I had to be out there. I had right. to be, you know, exposing myself. And so if I was that case, even though I was an introvert. That's the other thing that made me think. Like, because we are both introverts. So your shot rate at that point, it's just like you were Steph Curry. And if, but even more so. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm even more so an introvert than yourself. Because I, like, literally, I'm totally exhausted by social interactions if it's not on stage. If I'm not on stage, if I'm not, um, or if it's not like a um, a house party that I asked for, or, you know what I mean? Was was like looking to to put on, um, then I wasn't into that. Like I just, I would just get exhausted by social interactions. I think I was just good at cre- at creating a bubble, though. Because it wasn't so much that I was like better, like because I think my sister would say that too that I was way more social than she was. Mm-hmm. It's just like it doesn't count to me when it's you. You know what I'm saying? And it's us around because you've literally been in my life since elementary school. Same thing like with other people. So like if I seem more confident, it's like the people around me are people that have just been there. You know, so it still follows the same kind of rules. Though I think I didn't give myself enough credit for the fact that I probably had way more opportunities to talk to people than than what I understood. Like, I just didn't know it. Yeah. You know, especially like when, bruh, like, listen. So I'll tell the story because it's, 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 it's older, younger me real quick, and then we'll go to uh, our ad break. Um, but like, so with the internet stuff, right? Like, at one point, I was dating three people, same time. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I wanted to do this is rest in peace to my uncle, but like, I, he had a little black book. I wanted a little black book. <laughs> that's, that's why. <laughs> like, and so I tried to do this. Now, granted, this is very against my nature because I since elementary school have always been under the impression that I wanted to be in a relationship with somebody and grow old with them. Yeah. I was never interested in, in juggling cause uh, it's a lot of work and, and having, bruh. having one significant other is enough. It's enough. Like I just really don't have the energy to, entertain I, I did not multiple people. I also didn't have the energy to, I've never had the energy to entertain ratchet energy. Like, Mm-hmm. The craziness of making somebody so crazy that they want to like break your windshield and all this other stuff. I wasn't into that. Um, but so I'm dating these three people. It's all internet stuff, so it technically doesn't count. But the fact is, like, I was on the phone talking to these people, mm-hmm. uh, and like because of I know because of who I am that is real. Because me and one of those people like were actually dating and have you know a. Good friendship, I say, still today. Um, but what stopped me at that point in time was the uh, wife who uh, was denying her love for me at the time, being like, nah, I don't think you should do that. And I was like, whatever you say, <laughs> whatever you say, I'm going to show you how good of a guy I am because I don't really want to do this anyway. 
because it is way too much work. It's exhausting. Interesting. Like, did you ever, this is a sideline question, right? Did you ever take the time to just express to her how you felt? Million times. This is why I'm saying it was so out of character for me. From ninth to 10th to our eventual love story, which I may tell on the podcast at some point. Uh, Like, how explicit were you? In chasing after her? Yeah. Bruh. So every day, like I said, I'm walking her to the bus or wherever it is she's going. I'm getting hugged before she goes. Turn your mic down. Uh, Just uh, a smidge. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Um, or my headphones, actually. Oh, there we go. And then I'll bring this back to the yeah, same. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, like, I'm walking her wherever she's going. I'm like, there was a time where she needed a book for class. And she's not telling me to get this book. Like, she's not that type of person. Where I literally told my mom I needed whatever book. And I had forgotten it to get her the book. I wrote her poetry in the middle of class. I like yeah, but I'm saying what those are those seem like acts of service. But what did you say explicitly saying? Oh, in I, the poetry, this was like be with me. Oh, okay. like every like every chance I got, majority of the time was telling her like, "Yo, we should be together. Yo, we should be together." And why? Why were those things denied? I think. This gets a, um, this gets a little deep, but I'm just. But I think at that point in time, at least from our conversations, it was the peer pressure of stuff. You know, so like those, I wasn't the like social, the way it looks socially. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not. You know, like again, I was probably more people's top pick than what I assumed. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of popularity at our high school, I wasn't that. I knew everybody. I was the new everybody guy. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't the you the guy I'm coming to for this. Yeah, so but I, I think popularity it was in high school now we know is really over overrated, way overrated. But the the big thing I think that like changed the ties was her own realization of I don't like you have to get to the I don't care what people think phase. Like I like this person. Yeah. And what's funny about it is the moment she got there is the moment I was deciding that I was no longer chasing her. What's what signs were that that uh, um, she was interested? So, uh, to long story short, our our origin stories. Uh, she basically got stood up by one of the popular guys that she was dating at the time. Uh, we met at the fair. We hung out. And it was literally like that day as we were hanging out because she was supposed to be on a date with this person who stood her up and then shows up at the fair. Alone? No, with his homeboy. I meant alone, like not with Well, no, not with with another girl girl. because that would have been a whole nother thing. But you never know. Anyway. And it was at that point that she just kind of realized, like, it was just something that kind of clicked. Because when we saw each other, we we hug, and it was one of those, like... Tender. Yeah, like... <laughs> tender hugs. It was weird. That hug was... It, it was one tender. of those... Like, you know how people talk about time stopping and whatever? So one of them things happened, and then I think she just kind of realized, like, I don't really care what people think. And that was it. Okay. From there. But, yeah. Abra! 
Yeah, we're going to read this. And I think we could just skip to our last topic. No anime plots. What? Not, no, let's just do anime plots and be be done, I think. Yeah, we don't need the, the big mm-hmm. overarching topic. Because this took up a lot of space. We was talking about love. Love. I, the, the episode is titled Best Love Advice Ever. Nice. Or the ultimate love advice. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, this episode is sponsored by DistroKid. If you're a musician who would love to distribute your music to Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, and more, upload unlimited music for only $19.99 per year. If this is your first time using DistroKid, get 7% off of your subscription. We use DistroKid to manage all of our artists here, and we split payments between our collaborators. Click the link down in the description to sign up today and save on DistroKid. Oh, we back. Damn, that was good. So, are you ready? No. You need to be ready. Okay. Time to guess. <laughs> um, Wordplay TJ. can guess these out. Anyway, Platts. Let's, Let's do this. this. Time to guess whether or not. Wordplay TJ can guess these anime plots. He gets one image to make it drop. <laughs> I give him a sound if he gets it right or, or not. not. That's how the game works. That, that's how the game works. <laughs> Start with the song. You know how it goes on this podcast. So let's start the game. Alright. And see <laughs> what happens. Let's see what happens, y'all. Oh, man. And, uh. Very skilled with like you know fading and stuff. There's probably going to be a, a rough <laughs> this stop is way somewhere. too long. Probably right about here. <laughs> oh man! Like yeah, y'all have to listen to this one more, one more week before I make a new yo. And literally, of this. the fade is just like it's so simple. I know, <laughs> I know. It's probably like a. There's also like a. a, a I could even drag it. Yep. And I was just like, it was late. I had no way of contacting you to figure it out. But anyway, so this week, anime plots, I don't be like, uh, I could use YouTube for actual things like that. Uh It just, it's easier when you explain it most times. Okay. Uh, For me. But uh, so anime plots this week, because it's, well, never mind. I'm not going to say that because that would give you help. But no dame can't bill. Who? No dame cantabile or cantobide. Is that Spanish? I mean, I guess. I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a dame. Give me. Uh, don't give me. It might be it's a no dame. No dame. Yes, probably. Like what, what was the last part? Uh, no cantabile. C a n t o b i l e. No dame can't. Oh, okay. So I think it's more. It's definitely not Spanish, but no. Sounds Spanish. So get out of there. Run away. Uh, I'm I'm not looking at the plot. Oh, you're cheating. I was just interested in the uh, the name. I, I think it. I I I think it's a uh, music based. I think. Okay. I think the the title. So to speak. 
I would. No dame sounds two words. Agreed. And in Spanish. Don't oh, me. I get what you're saying. Um, so. It could be no dom. Uh, I'm thinking about you and how you operate when it comes to picking things. <laughs> so this anime is about romance. There's a, a lady chick on the left, a duty dude on <laughs> the right. Yeah, right. And his hair is all frizzled. She's happy about it. And he looks annoyed and his hand is like, or his eyes are kind of like off to the, yeah, he's kind of like, uh, it's that, that husband vibe when like the wife comes in, she tells you you need to rake something or, <laughs> or like repair something. And you're just in the middle of, um, Pokemon legends and <laughs> you're just like, yeah, right. you just want to chill. So that's the vibe that I'm picking up here. And, um, Let's say Helen and Steve. Well, no, yeah, right. he, he's not. He's not really. He really doesn't look like a Steve. He's more like a Dan. Dan's frustrated that she is planning something that he doesn't really want to go to. Yeah, right. And um, he's annoyed, and that's the that's the basis of this whole entire thing. It's a it's a. It's a couple, but it's an odd couple type of situation. Yeah, right. Damn. You are like, okay, so the only thing, like, so of course you would not be able to get the actual, actual plot, but mm-hmm. you got the the through line. We need a hand clap. So. Sound effect. This is really. basically, um, you know, a romantic, um, I'm giving you hand claps. Thank you. Bow. Bow. Gunshots? Because I'm bowing. Gunshots? Because I'm, I'm actually bowing. Um, so basically, it's about ASMR. the guy on his, his name is Shinichi Chiaki. Is his, his actual name. Uh, it's not Dan. It's not Dan. Fuck. Uh, he is a the top student at Momogakua College of Music. What about his mama? <laughs> anyway, he wants to be a conductor. But the reason it's hard for him to be a conductor is he has a childhood phobia of airplanes and the ocean. Huh? So he can he just conduct from home? Yes, but a lot of people like no one is saying the Grand Symphony of Japan. Like it's more like, you know, going to New York or going to Italy or, you know, those type of places. So he's afraid to travel. So he's afraid to travel. Uh, so, of course, he meets the girl, Nodam or Nodame. And she is, and you got odd couple so right. But the mix is she is really messy and daft. She's a piano player, um, but she likes to play by ear. She doesn't like playing by uh, reading the notes. She's all about the feels. She's all about the feels. And she's really dirty and messy. And he he's is very not. logical. Yes. And like it's literally the odd couple. There's really good music. And you know me well enough to know that there was no way I was going to like not do a romance before Monday. So you pretty much got it. You nailed everything. Yeah. 
Um, the only thing, like I said, that you would not have been able to get Spicy. is that they're a conductor. He also plays piano and violin, uh, but they conduct together. And then, like, it, and it's a, it's like I said, it's an odd couple thing. She's like so airheaded; she can only focus on um, whatever's on, on in the whatever, moment. Whatever's in the moment, like <laughs> whatever she she, she flies is terrible with the wind. at clean. Like he literally come, comes over her house. There's trash everywhere because all she cannot cook for herself. Uh, and it's purely eye couple. It's really good. I love it. I think it's a really good um, anime. You guys should check it out. Uh, I will probably do something on it later because it is one of my older favorites mm-hmm. series. But this is another thing where it's like, you're going to wait on it because I got to rewatch it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that'd be taking time. So yeah. It is what it is. Y'all will get it. Well, sounds like our episode's over. It is. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening, watching this episode of the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. We appreciate every one of you being here. Make sure you like the videos if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure you rate if you're listening on your podcast app. And um, also share this share. Uh, share this podcast if you enjoyed what we talked about here and make sure to send us your comments in our or podcast at gmail.com yeah and you can throw in some love advice or anything in uh unwanted advice as well just send us your stuff so don't send us your stuff wait whoa you see i see what you, you see did what there. I'm doing there i see close what us, you did there close us out without the DPs. without the duff the stuff mm-hmm. but uh yeah It's a one and a two and a peace.